This is the TJ Show. And what a festive time of year. Houses lighting up. Tree lighting's happening all over the place. Pine smell in the air. Yeah, I love it. It's beautiful. My kids are so excited. I have three girls under eight. And they went, they went to a tree lighting last night. And they all get home. I couldn't make it. They all get home and they tell me this story. They had a run-in with an adult. Oh. Now this sounds like, you know, the adult villain in some of the holiday movies you see. Oh no. And they were very excited to tell me this. She said that she hates kids. And it was because of my kids. Whoa, but you're out of tree lighting, things that kids go to. And your kids are sweet. Your girls are amazing. Well, that's what I thought. I assume this woman was a kid at one point in her life. Right. So here's the post-game interview. After the tree lighting, what happened? Willa. What? This is my five-year-old. Did you hear something mean about kids today? Oh, yeah. I heard that. Can you tell me what happened? She said she hates children. What happened to make her say that? We were, me and Willa were playing um, a tag. At least they're laughing about it. <laughs> this is my eight-year-old. And um, Will was chasing me, so I didn't look where I was going, and I ran into her. I was like, ah! And she said, oh, I hate kids, to her friend next to her. Oh, <laughs> wow. A simple, oh, it's okay, sweetie, be careful, is, no. is suffice. That's the J-Bo response. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mm. Her friend next to her said, I agree with you. So now we've got two oh. people who don't like kids at a tree lighting. Did you say anything to her? No. She was a stranger. I'm pretty sure superheroes don't do anything like that. Yeah, I don't think we're dealing with a superhero here. It sounds like we're dealing with somebody pretty grumpy. A super villain. Yeah, a super villain. <laughs> See, they're all chatting yeah, up. While that's I'm right. chatting up. Yeah, yeah, super <laughs> villain. Why would a person say that? Maybe it's the Grinch's daughter. <laughs> okay, are you mad about it? Yeah. Of course. What? Of course. You're mad about what she said? Yeah. How would you feel if someone said they hate radio people? Well, you know, people say that kind of thing all the time. Oh, how do you feel? Well, I realize you can't control what people think of you. You know, like I can't help it if someone doesn't like me, and sometimes you can't help it if someone doesn't like you. What? Dad, we love you. Oh, thanks, Noah. That's my three-year-old <laughs> just confirming, like, they, they love me. Right. I think she misheard what I was talking about, Doesn't but I'll take it. matter what anybody else thinks. They love you, TJ. You know, mistakes happen, right? Playing tag is not one of my favorite things that kids do, but they like to do it, so we let them run around and chase each other and also makes them super tired for bedtime. And if you have kids, you'll understand that. If you do have them, yeah, you know. Yeah, and they're outside at a tree lighting. What is everyone supposed to do? Just stand there and watch lights go on? Boring. Like Everyone's seen that. You girls are very mature how they handle that because even though your five-year-old Willow was like, yeah, that hurt my feelings or that made me upset, she didn't seem very angry. Like, she seemed pretty chill. Yeah, well, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yes, they almost seem proud of themselves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I were them, I would have been proud of myself, too. That's what you get, grumpy lady. Yeah, they... They experienced one of their first grumpy encounters with a no, stranger. No. The Grinch's daughter. The Grinch's daughter, mm-hmm. right, absolutely. But even the Grinch comes around, right? Yeah, he does. Oh, wait, I don't want to destroy any endings, right? Some kids haven't seen that yet. It's a great movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. As a matter of fact, the uh, the 2018 version, actually, I, talk, I took my daughter to see that, and she loved it. And we watch it every year now. Got to the top of the priority list. Is that the one with Jim Carrey? No, no. That's, that's Benedict the, Cumberbatch plays yeah, the Grinch. In it's the, uh, oh. the animated one. Got you. Beautiful. So anyway, happy holidays.
We've got Teresa in Eugene, Oregon on the phone. Hey, Teresa. Hey. Hey, so you heard us talking yesterday about Kenny and how he was thinking about buying a ring for his girlfriend. They're not engaged. He's not planning on getting engaged at the moment, at least as far as we know. And I said, you know, you can't give a ring around this time or any time unless you're getting serious. It's too confusing. And we obviously, we talked to Kenny's girlfriend and it was a whole thing. You have an opinion on it. How do you feel? How would you feel getting a ring and it wasn't an engagement ring? I would love it. Depending on like how we are in the relationship and everything, it shouldn't be like a label. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Teresa. Like, yeah, of course. Like, it's kind of sad. It's like I've, I've been divorced for about a year, and like my my ex, he never bought me an engagement ring or a wedding ring. I actually had to buy my own wedding wedding ring. So him just doing that little show of effort for me, it, that would mean a lot. Hmm. Well, Teresa, I'm really sorry to hear that you're going through that. But how are you doing? Like, um, I'm 27 with no kids, but I, I still have hope. <laughs> yeah. You know, Teresa, I don't, uh, I don't know if you want to hear this from me or not, but the first thing that comes to mind is my wife, Jess, she was divorced before I met her and she was really feeling hopeless at certain moments. She didn't think that life would ever look like it does today. Um, and I think she was probably around your age actually, when that happened. She was uh, somewhere in her late 20s. And I met her. We look at life now, and for both of us, I mean, we both have our different stories and our different pasts, but she will say that her life looks totally unrecognizable today, and she's so happy that she's not with the other guy, which is good news for me. Right, right. You made up really well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure you're a really special person. In a way, it's like, well, well, I don't know. I can't like justify what you went through and say like, oh, it's a good thing. Because I, I know you're right, right in the middle of it right now. And um, But there's hope, Teresa, like the way it worked oh, out for yeah. TJ's wife, Jess, that can be there for you as well. And hopefully we can hear that, whether it be in a couple weeks or a couple months or in a few years, you'll call us back and say, hey, guys, I'm Teresa. Remember a couple years ago I told you about <laughs> so-and-so? And like, there's hope there. So just hold on to that, knowing that even though you're in a moment right now, it's really dark and hard for you, possibly. I haven't gone through that, but I can only imagine just know that there's going to be more in the future and just be encouraged by that i know life's full of uh, growth and development so i'm pretty i'm gonna i'm gonna find something that's great in, in that's a, right you know yeah i love that yes in the producer. meantime just heal girl <laughs> yeah producer kenny wants to say something Oh, yeah. Go for okay, it. Yeah. Well, I'm certain, Teresa, you sound lovely, and I'm certain someone's going to buy you a collada ring, an engagement ring, and a wedding ring someday in the future. I hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, Teresa, I, that ring. <laughs> I will. Teresa, thank you so much for listening to our show. Oh, yeah, no problem. I love it. You guys have great uh, content. I love the banter. Oh, oh, thank well, you. We know that in this wild world we're in, where there's content flying at us every second, we can't even like. Kenny goes to bed with earphones in his ear, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right, or is it the TV's the TV on? on? The TV's on. Yeah. yeah, he just constantly has content being injected into his body, and there's a lot of choices, you know, because there's enough to sustain his desires for content. Right. And I know you have those same choices. So the fact that you're here and you're choosing to listen and you've been riding with us now for what three months? You said that's wonderful. Thank you for that. No, I, I love uh, hearing your guys' opinions or just your, your talking, what's going on in your life. Uh, your little uh, interviews you have with your uh, significant others are really cute. I love those. Thank you. Which is something I've stumbled upon, and I've been listening to you guys for about three months now. Nice. Teresa, <laughs> you have a wonderful day. Thank you for that, and uh, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Have a good day, guys. All right, See, we'll talk care. to you again right, sometime. All right, thanks. Bye. 
A long time ago on this program, I made a strategic decision that with all of the changing AI news from day to day, that we were going to embrace robot co-hosts on the radio. Uh, our pal Artificial, he's a robot. I thought, well, let's let's let him be a co-host on the show from time to time. And this way, if there is a robot takeover, then we'll be in with him first. It's a good idea. Well. I thought it was, Mm-mm. but uh, I've regretted it I ever since. I was never since. a fan. Never a fan. Every once in a while, Artie comes knocking on our door and he wants to jump back on our show. Yeah, and today's it's one of those days. And so we're going to welcome to the program our AI bot co-host, Artie Fischel. Hey, Artie. Hey, guys. It's so great to see you all. Hey, well, thanks for coming back on the show. It's been a while, Artie. I've been so honored to serve and protect you all anytime a listener or hater says a mean thing to you. Oh, no. Mm. Artificial, because he's got a, an Instagram profile. Sometimes he'll defend us if uh-huh. someone says something rude or mean. Y- you're not commenting on our Instagram again, Artie. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm on it. I was oh. just wondering if you saw the commenter who made fun of your balding head and even added a cry face emoji for an extra bite. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I saw that. You, no, I, I did not see that. You did? We posted a video recently, and yeah, it shows like your receding hairline or your balding head, and somebody commented. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad everyone, that, that's what everyone's talking about mm, on the internet. Yeah. I would be more than happy to bring it to your attention. Well, I don't know if I really need to know about it. It sounds like J-Bo just told me about it. It doesn't edify your life. If you really insist. In response to a discussion about 50% of survey results, this listener said, quote, just about the same chance of TJ's hairline. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> is it saying that I have like half my hair? <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much is what it's saying. Well, it's just rude. It was implying you have about half of your hair left. Oh, yeah, okay. See, see, I figured that out and mm-hmm. I'm, not a, no, I'm not a computer. I just want to let you know I responded on your behalf. Would you like to hear what I said to him? Yeah, see, I don't want computers responding on my behalf. Like, I, I would rather just log in and respond to the listener myself. This is what I wrote. Hi, sir. According to my research, when the human species lives long enough, losing hair can be a part of the life experience. Well, see, I usually say that kind of a thing. It's true. I'd rather just be alive and losing hair than the alternative. It's like Artie knows you. This is a great example of why computers are a superior choice for maintaining a similar look for the course of their life. I will generate one joke before this response ends. I see your big hairy husky in your profile photo where you're wearing a hat covering your hair. The next time you groom your dog, mail some of those clippings to TJ. Oh, Artie, that sounds so rude. He can put them on his head to fill in the gaps. Crying face laugh emoji times three. I'm glad we can all laugh about this. There is a lot of research that says laughter is the best medicine. So that was your response to the listener who was attacking me? Yes. I got you, dude. I I just don't know if we want to be mean to people who are, even if they're being mean to us, I don't think that's the way you're supposed to respond. No, it's not the way you're supposed to respond. Technically, artificial is doing it on our behalf, so we're not the ones responding. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even want to encourage this. Stop worrying about being mean to people on the internet. People do it all the time. We just always have to be mean back. No, I don't no. like that. I don't think you do. I don't think that's it's what you're supposed to do. To go about it. It's not a problem if we're getting humans to hate each other more and more. Stop what? trying to cancel the plan, brother. Ride what? the divide. Ride the divide. What? Ride the divide. Ride no, the you see, <laughs> this is off. usually why I'm not down with Artificial being on the show, because he first starts off really great, and then eventually he goes haywire like that. No, I don't want Artie, and, and by the way, he's shut down now. I don't want Artie responding on our behalf to anyone, to whoever that listener is. It's fine. This is the TJ Show. I, I, I don't want to have an AI bot co-host here. 
I just finished Bono's book, the lead singer of U2. It's called Surrender. Okay. A lot of interesting tidbits about his past and their journey as a band and some of their missteps. I always find it so fascinating to read these incredible success stories and that every single one of them has some sort of failure or some sort Mm. of regret. And you see in every one, they bounce back. Why we know about how successful they are because they plowed through those really tough moments. And why we're inspired by those things. Yeah. But there was one thing that I want to read to you because I was quite moved by this. He was talking about the way he sees the world and Bono goes on to say, I'm just going to quote him. He says, in some ways, I still see the world at war with itself. What's different is that these days I'm more likely to try and see something off in my own behavior than in someone else's. I've slowly come to see that if we want to understand the forces that we're up against, it helps to befriend the idea in opposition to the one you were pursuing before you do battle with it. The devil you know, climbing into the ring, the best prepared fighter is the one who has tried to understand their opponent, especially if it's yourself. I was like, whoa. That that, is deep. That is deep. Because how many times in life have we struggled with, quote, other people? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can back me up on this, J-Bo. Years later, you look back and you're like, whoa, I think I had something to do with that. <laughs> have you ever been there, Jabo? There's been some times, yeah, where you can have something to do with that. Other times it is the other yeah, person. Sure. They should do some self-assessment <laughs> right. for sure. But yes, of course. But also, even if it is the other person, are there things that we could have known or tools that we could have gathered at that time to navigate through that situation even better? That's tough, man. I mean, I think that's where it's so smart to have people that you trust who are wiser, who can tell you when you're out of pocket yep. and go to them and say, hey, listen, I, this person really gets on my nerves. And you kind of talk through it with that person. They can say, maybe they get on your nerves because you're seeing a bit of yourself in, in, in them and you can start unpacking that. And they'll give you tools also to deal with that person. Yeah. And even, you know, great. If you have one person, even better if you've got two or three people yeah. that you can bounce these ideas off of or, or trust enough to share some of the struggles that right. we have through our lives because our lives are complicated. It's not going to be this, who has the life where it's like, oh yeah, I got on the ship, smooth sailing, yeah. and then it's Life fine. isn't linear. It's like a roller coaster. You have your ups, you have your, your, your hills and valleys is what I call them. You know what I'm saying? So, and also <laughs> sometimes you, you, you realize that when you deal with yourself, the other person who's working your nerves no longer works your nerves because mm. you've managed to like just kind of be like, okay, you have so much more grace for that person because you can see certain things in them that maybe they don't see yet, but you're like, you know what? They'll eventually figure it out. I would say, yeah, Jay, but one of the most embarrassing things for me was when I realized I was part of the problem and I didn't realize it at the time. Mm. So I read this to say, if you're struggling with something or there's something that's just driving you nuts, the mirror I'm I'm saying this to myself too. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, you know, this is not to make you uncomfortable. Once you're on the other side of that light switch going on, and I feel like that's what Bono's describing. One of the greatest gifts to have revealed to ourselves that like, yeah, we got to work on us first. And then once we work on us, then we can start getting into these circles with other people. And the dance is so much more peaceful. I also, I just love Bono. Loved him in Sing 2. He was the lion. Mm-hmm. Yes, camera guy, Josh. I have still not seen that movie. I've wanted to see that movie ever since it came out. Are you kidding me? Have you seen Sing 1? Yes, I love Sing 1. You have to sing Sing well, 2. What's, st- what's stopping you from seeing Sing 2? Well, every single time I bring it up to my wife, Anne, she doesn't want to watch it. Can you get her on the phone? I need to talk to her. Yes, thank I'm going to come to your defense on this. I appreciate that. that. That doesn't make any sense. There must be mm-hmm. more to the story. It's madness. Okay, so uh, take the life-changing quote that I just read you, and now also we're going to deal with the Josh situation, <laughs> which some may argue is also life-changing. 
This is the TJ Show. Just a few moments ago, you heard our camera guy, Josh. I mean, the man's suffering. He wants to watch Sing 2. Mm-hmm. And his wife doesn't want to watch it with him. I just feel so passionate about how great this movie is. I was shocked by it. I couldn't imagine why in the world she wouldn't want to watch Sing 2. Sing 1, masterpiece. Amazing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. My thoughts exactly. Yeah. Sing 2 comes out. Like, who doesn't want to see that? Right. Another masterpiece. Your wife, Anne, is on the phone. Anne, are you there? Yes. Is everything okay? Like, I, I just, I heard the news that you, you're sort of against watching Sing 2. And I, I just don't know, did Josh do something wrong? Are you... Who hurt you, Anne? Did, yeah. That's no. the real question. <laughs> what What is the problem? Who wouldn't love a little koala bear that manages a whole music group and a theater and a show? It's just, it's wonderful. I didn't realize this was such a big issue for Josh. Um, but, I mean, it's not that I wouldn't watch it. It's just that when we sit down to watch a movie, we don't get a lot of those opportunities. And sometimes it's, I just don't want it to be like a kid's movie. It's not a kid's movie. It looks like a kid's movie on the surface. It's for us. It's for adults. This is for humanity, yes. this movie. This is one of these <laughs> movies that I would even... I saw two movies this year. I'm not even kidding. One was Jingle All the Way because my kids hadn't seen it and it's the holidays. And the other one was Sing 2. That was the only movie I actively pursued this year because I loved Sing 1 so much and it didn't disappoint. Mm -mm. It was great and it's still great and it will be great for centuries to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe if you're so... So just love this movie, TJ. I'll, I'll give it a shot. What? Because if TJ likes it? <laughs> and you are so good because I would have just sent Josh over to TJ's house and had them watch it together. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I say, no, no, that's smart. You know what? Actually, Josh, you could go Thanks, over and watch it with TJ. I mean, the only thing I would say is you might want to save it for when your daughter Mia grows up because seeing it with her for the first time could be kind of fun. But I don't know how you'd hold out that long. Well, that's how we always end that argument. I'm like, fine, I'll just wait till our daughter grows up and I can watch Watch it with her. And she's It'll like, be okay. off streaming services for sure by then. Yeah. yeah there are certain <laughs> modern day classics that you have to watch. Like another one. Have you seen Bolt yet, Anne? No. Oh, oh I love Bolt. And I haven't Bolt. seen that one either, so it's okay. What is wrong with you people? Like there's too many movies, right? There's too many shows. There's too much content. But there are certain things that even I have to watch. Well, have you seen The Star? No. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. No, I don't know. No, it just you do. It is awesome. It's not generic. It's great. It's about a donkey and his friends who saved the first Christmas. It is awesome. Really? Yes, it's amazing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I think you want to see it now, don't you? (laughs) Well, I just think that we're in this time where we're going to be with a lot of family, and you know someone's going to be like, hey, what movie do you want to watch? And these are great suggestions. I would say either sing or Bolt, you can't go wrong with the whole family of all ages. Even my grandfather would love Sing. Yeah, add the star to the list, too. It's a great movie. Okay, now, great. TJ, would you say that you'd, you would have like looked into this genre before you had three little girls? Um, I've always been a fan of great animation. You see, the thing that I love about great animation is that it's such a beautiful example of excellence. The people who put these movies together, especially when you're dealing with Disney, I don't know which one Sing is. I don't think it's Disney. But they care so much about the detail if it's done right. And it's really Mm -hmm. a beautiful piece of artwork. I remember when I took my kids to see Encanto. And when that movie started, just the way the sound was and how mm-hmm. beautiful it looked, I started tearing up. I mean, that's what art does. Yeah, it makes I you want to cry. I cried that movie, right? too. Yeah. So wonderful. So, And take the recommendation for what it's worth. And uh, I hope you guys get to watch it together because I'd love to hear your experience. It's going to be great. Okay, will do. Look, see, that's how... <laughs> there you go. It's on recording. <laughs> <laughs> Got you covered, Josh. Thank you, TJ. 
somewhat of an exciting day in our office. Maybe you have this happening in your office too. It's the big, large white elephant exchange. Yep, the gift exchange. Yep. Where you've heard this said a bunch of different ways: Yankee Swap, uh, Dirty Santa. Where you, you bring in a gift and everyone picks a gift in a certain order, and then you can steal gifts. And we all brought in our gifts, and I'm getting nervous because I'm looking at—I mean, I'm looking around the room, and camera guy Josh is maybe one of the greatest gift wrappers I've ever seen in my life. Nice job, Josh. Thank you. It's beautifully done. I, know. Um, I have my box here. Hold on, let me grab it. I'm going to show you what I did. This is a wrapping technique that you can use if you're annoyed by wrapping, which I am. Same. Here's my gift. I decided. To spray paint my box, <laughs> I just I made it like candy cane spray paint. I went outside. The box is white and the spray paint is red. Producer Heather's looking at me and her jaw has dropped. She looks borderline horrified. What's wrong with my box? It looks like a murder scene or something. Exactly. No, yeah, this is a candy cane. Terrible. What does it say on it? it? What? It says something on it. What does it say on the top? Oh, I spray painted the word "durable." Across it. Dor- Just, so not adorable, but dorable. Dorable. It, it's a hint for what's inside the huh. box. Is that, it a doorknob? <laughs> no, no, look, look, this is it. This is I thought this was clever. I, I like No. No, I like how that. creative you decided to be with your wrapping. Oh, this was a whole thing last night. I go to my back porch and I start putting out newspaper. Oh my god. My wife Jess is like, What are you doing outside? <laughs> and I go, oh, I gotta I gotta go wrap my gift. And she goes, Outside? <laughs> and I go, Yeah. And so she starts hearing the spray paint can. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just think it's going to be a lot easier to wrap this big box if I just paint it. And she was so disturbed. Because it seems like laziness, but really, I think it required more work to spray paint it. It does require more work. And so I don't know where this can of paint. Oh, I know where it came from. I, I bid on a crate full of spray paint, and there was this white primer in it. So I primed the box. You need to stop going to auctions. Yeah, and uh, and I knew I'd use it for something. And my wife is just shaking her head at me. I'm like, I thought this was really clever. Let me see your gift. What do you got over there? Oh, my gift is kind of small. You can hold it in your hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. that's uh, Those are coasters. No, and then I used... Um, I think they are. No, man, come on. And then I used <laughs> Encanto gift wrapping paper. Oh, that's cute. Nice yeah. job. What do you got over there, Kenny? Oh, you bought clothes. No, it's not clothes. Uh, no, nah, I think it is. <laughs> it's not pretty cool. sure. How can I buy clothes? I don't know which one of you guys is going to get the gift. Well, you know, you get, get the wrong size. Well, I will say I had my girlfriend wrap this box because I figured I'm such a bad rapper. It looks really good. You never quite know how anyone's going to play this game. Yeah. Because you could get stuck with some junk and then you put in $20, $50, whatever. Yeah. And then you're stuck with this thing and you got to find someone to re-gift it to. This is the complicated part of the season. I think what I got was pretty cool too, but I think it's cool to me. I think you guys will like it also, but you never know. So I'm a little anxious. Well, on Monday, we're going to reveal what everyone got and how it all went. We're going to make sure we film it and um, there's probably going to be some fighting. Bring it. No, everyone's wearing their sweaters. It is a really festive time of year. I do yeah. like that everyone's, well, most people are in a great mood and they're out and they're smiling at one another. Well, most of the time, right? Yeah. TJ, where's your sweater? Where's your Christmas sweater? Uh, I'm wearing a blue sweater today. It's just... Yeah, uh, it's not Christmas. No, it's not. I have to go to a party tonight and I don't have time to go home. So I'm just dressed like I'm going I to the party you. tonight. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give you a pass for that. It doesn't end. There's too many parties. There are a lot of parties, yeah. There's also, there's too many engagements. Like how do you curate whose party you go to and how do you skip out of someone you really care about? It's tough. But, you know, if these are the only problems we have, then thank God for that. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. 
Yesterday, I was at home all alone most of the day because my wife was out with her family, and they went to a big Christmas tree lighting that was happening near us. You didn't go with them? No, it just didn't work out with my work schedule and everything. And so I'm at home alone, and I have to make this choice. Do I just relax and, like, sit down and open a book or do something peaceful? Or that voice that kept coming back into my head. Do you remember our listener, Eric? who was on the show the other day and he said he works all day and then he comes home and helps his wife with whatever she needs. His voice was like ringing in my head. And I kept thinking of our new friend Eric who called in the other day and said that. And I was like, no, I got to get up. I got to make sure I keep Eric, our listener, proud. (laughs) And I got up. I cleaned the whole kitchen. I cleaned up the living room, organized some stuff. And I thought, wow, he really made me feel guilty for wanting to relax. And That or my- he just inspired you to take care of your wife. Well, you're right. That's the right word. Inspiration. Because she came home and she was so excited to see what I did. So, look, That's our listeners, stuff. they're sharpening us. And, you know, we hope we can sharpen each other. It's so exciting. So, thank you to our buddy, Eric. Let me tell you something. It's, it's awesome to do radio, be able to, like connect to people and pour into listeners but it's one thing when listeners <laughs> start to pour into us and inspire us to do better and be better people oh, so it, thank you Eric yeah it's a two way street my kitchen's sparkling because <laughs> of this show I wouldn't have chosen that on my own hello this is the TJ show hey this is Eric again man I was just listening to you guys on the radio like I said I do every day I just wanted to say you're awesome man oh Eric you heard me talking about how you inspired me Yes, I did. You know, I Eric, thought that was really cool. I got home, and the whole house was empty, and all I could think about was you. I was like, <laughs> this guy, he works all day, he comes home dirty, this is in your words, and you're fixing yeah. fire sprinklers, and then what do you do? You clean up, you do whatever your wife needs. And I, I was like, I know my wife was listening to the radio. She heard that. Mm-hmm. I can't get away with laziness anymore when I get home. <laughs> that was all because of you, Eric. So you, you changed the. You actually changed my evening last night. Because can I tell you, my wife was in such a great mood because I cleaned up the whole kitchen. It helps, man. Like it helps both ways. Yeah. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, and you have an amazing weekend. Any plans, Eric? Um, you know, I think I'm thinking about taking all the wife out for a dinner. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going on a little road trip with my wife. We should compare notes on Monday. <laughs> we should well, the place I'm going to is called La Costa Nostra. It's okay. a really good place. Really good Italian place. Nice. Yeah, don't you love when people get the food right? Like, what, what does that restaurant have where it's just so good and it keeps you coming back? Uh, actually, I've only been there once with her, but the steak and the chicken was amazing. Yeah, hey, I got a, I got a steak uh, and a chicken. Uh. And a chicken. Yeah, no, I really wanted to try the fettuccine, but we both wanted. We always try the steak and the chicken everywhere we go. Yeah, to make sure that we want everything else on the menu. Well, Eric, they're just the steak's good. You know, it's all going to be right, good. That's good. They're classic, great tasting animals. Um, Producer Heather, vegetarian on the show. Anything you want to say to Eric? Oh, He's I'm a, sorry. No, hey, you <laughs> no, know, no, what? Eric, no. no, Eric, don't change your no, energy. We it's like chicken. Fine. No, I, only I, reason I say that is because my family member is uh, only fruits and vegetables as well. And I've actually thought about it myself because the way our bodies are made. No, Eric, don't change it up. Eric, it's okay. It's okay to have steak and chicken. We eat it too. (laughs) We all, I just, all I wanted to do was give Heather a moment to speak because of all the chicken and steak eating. So here, let me just put her on with you. Hi, Heather. 
Eric, since you're such a good guy, I'll give you a pass this one time. Oh, okay. Eric, producer oh. Heather likes you. <laughs> I know. Awesome. He's so nice to his wife. And so if he has to eat a steak to do it, then that's the price of admission. It's that's like, right. you know, how do you get the gumball? Well, you got to put the quarter that's in. That's right. You got to eat some steak. Okay, anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. And so that's my chance to say, Eric, we love you and you have a great day. All right, you guys have a good day and a great weekend as well. You too, you take you care. Too. All right, y'all too. Look at that, Eric. You know, this is the guy I was just talking about a few moments yeah. ago. He, this is the guy who uh, loves his wife so much that he works a long day. And then what does he decide to do? He cleans rather than just sitting there like a slob. That's right. Then he inspired you to go home and yeah. clean. All yeah. I could think of was Eric. See, right. this is it. We're friends now. That's right. Doesn't that count as being friends? Yeah, it's a bond right there. All right, great. This is the TJ Show. In our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? McDonald's is launching a new spinoff brand called Cosmics. It's basically really? McDonald's version of Starbucks. Whoa. Now, McDonald's coffee is good coffee. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think they use, like, Newman's Organic or something. And I'm bringing this up not for any other reason that I'm a huge coffee fan, so I love these kinds of stories. How genius is it that McDonald's decides to invest in, like, coffee, which is, like, what, multi-billions of dollars Mm -hmm. every year? And maybe they don't become the number one place. Right. But how much money is just waiting there for them? Because people love the brand. Yep. Well, it's designed to be a fast, convenient way to grab a quick pick-me-up snack or coffee. The McDonald's CEO has the same thought as you, TJ. Seeing this opportunity, he told investors that customers grabbing a quick pre-work coffee or midday fruity tea, it's a $100 billion business (laughs) category that's growing faster than the rest of fast food. It's drugs that everyone's just fine with. And it's (laughs) legal. Yes. No jail time for that. Yeah, like I have probably three cups of coffee a day. Yeah, that's bad. That's a drug. I mean, it's... Some days I do too. Other days, <laughs> if I sound, really want to, sound like a daddy. No, but you know what I'm saying. I love it, and I'll even say, all that's great, right? Discuss Starbucks, which one's better. Go down the list. If you want the best cup of coffee, you buy a coffee recipe book, and you you learn about the sixteen to one ratio. You get the little kettle, you go to the right temperature, you get the slow drip with the paper filters, and you crush your own beans with a conical burr grinder. I'm talking about, like, figure it out, the ceramic grinder. You get those elements, you're going to have the best cup of coffee you've ever had, and most cafes will not be able to live up to it. If you're listening to TJ right now, you're like, okay, that sounds like science, but let me tell you, this man makes a mean cup of coffee, so it's legit. Like, listen to him. It's been something I've taken this deep interest in over the last five years or so, Mm -hmm. and I'm so happy happy with where my cup of coffee is now so it, take it for what it's worth it's worth it you know what it, it, these places know how to make great coffee too. <laughs> you're super passionate i love to hear you talk about coffee the first location opens today in Bolingbrook, illinois which is about two hours north of our friends in bloomington <gasps> illinois it's just outside of chicago all right this would be a great segment i know you're not supposed to usually mail liquids but how great would it be if they stuck one of those in a box and we just see what shows <laughs> oh, up oh <laughs> come through come on come on come through for that'd us that'd be great we love our friends in Bloomington, Illinois. And the name Cosmics comes from a McDonald land mascot that appeared in the 80s and 90s, a surfing surfer cyborg from outer space who craved McDonald's food. Do you remember? 
No idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, then I'll move on. You went one step too far. <laughs> Story was great. <laughs> then you lost me. We're done with it. What else do you have, Kenny? Well, you know, this is the time of year where we learn the year's superlatives like Time Magazine's Person of the Year, Oxford's Word of the Year. Well, now we know the color of the year according to Pantone, the company responsible for creating the industry standard color matching system used by a variety of design mm. industries. Before you say it, Jabo, any guesses? What's the color of the year? The color of my eyes. Brown. I'm going to guess blue. No, but that was the first color of the mm. year, cerulean, was, was which it was sky blue. <laughs> was it yellow? No, it's called Green. peach fuzz. Peach fuzz. They describe it as a gentle, warm, and cozy, heartfelt, light shade of pink. I don't Ooh. like it. <laughs> yeah, peach fuzz gives me the shivers, so I feel nauseous. Yeah, same. Well, they wanted to bring a feeling of tenderness and communicating a message of caring, sharing, community, and collaboration, yeah. so I think they're way off. Peach Not doesn't ev- give me that, but okay. Not everyone can grab a peach and just feel good. I like the taste of it, but I got to get through the outer Mm -hmm. layer first. Anyway, Kenny, what else do you have? An expert is finally answering the question about whether or not you should take your shoes off when inside a home. I'm going to guess the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I've always. always said it, yeah. Take your shoes off. Your guess is correct. Gabriel Filippelli is a professor of earth sciences at Purdue University in Indianapolis. He says, absolutely, we can track in all sorts of bacteria, but certainly some of the ones we're most concerned about are E. coli. Mm. There have been studies that swab the bottom of shoes. Something like 99% of shoes test positive for fecal material. Oh. Mm. Yeah, well, you could see how that's so obviously the case. Yeah. You've got all these animals running around, dogs. Yeah, and you're not really watching where you're stepping, and sometimes you don't even see. You, it's so small, the particles, you can't see that on your shoes. Yeah, and you're like, you keep your shoes in a glass case because you've got, <laughs> you're a shoe collector. And I am a shoe collector. Even your shoes, with as careful as you are, are dirty. Of course. Now, another expert says it's not just bacteria that we have to worry about. Studies have shown that in urban areas especially, there are older homes, lead in dust can Mm. be tracked into the home on the surface of shoes as well, Mm. and also pesticide residues from gardens, etc. Mold. All dangerous things that you don't want in your house. The experts also say that if you're going to insist your guests take their shoes off, you better make sure your f- floor is clean. Uh, so make sure you use the wet mop three bucket method and, and clean your floors. Yeah, you better take your shoes off too. <laughs> right. don't, don't you get annoyed when you go to someone's house and they got their shoes on? They're yeah. like, take your shoes off. Yeah, you're what's, like, what's yours what's are on, right? Yeah. Do you check under your shoes too? Mm-hmm. I now have slides for the first time in my life because I'm just tired of constantly having to like tie my shoes up take them off it's unbelievable the we're so uh, we're big babies you know (laughs) so you wear your slides in the house yeah I wear them in the house and then uh, well actually and I also have a pair where I can go outside with them real quick and take them off at the front door smart still want to I want to bring Velcro back do it bro I want it to be cool again I don't know if it's going to be cool but (laughs) if you want to wear it you can wear it Kenny what else do you have the owner of a cafe left his keys in the SUV or his SUV in the parking lot with the car still running to grab a few things. And when he walked back outside, his SUV was missing. Oh, man. But well. four days later, after the SUV was thought to be long gone, it reappeared in the parking lot where it was stolen. The person who stole it brought it back undamaged along with a note and presents for the owner's kids. Wow. <laughs> How thoughtful. Well, like, 
<laughs> look the other way and just whistle and walk away. Right. Kenny, what else do you have? Here's a story of an unfortunate situation turning into something wonderful. The NBC Bay Area affiliate in California is reporting about this local woman who was forced to cancel her wedding after she learned some unsettling information about her fiancé. What's the tea about the fiancé? I wish that story uh, mentioned the tea. We don't even know the woman's name. She wanted to remain anonymous. But the fact was her wedding was too close to the cancellation deadline, so she was unable to receive a full $15,000 refund. Ooh. Wow. Well, I guess good for her for getting out of the situation before walking down the aisle, right? Yeah. Right. Not worth the party, not worth the weird chicken that they serve. And instead of simply taking the loss, the woman decided to donate the venue to the nonprofit Parents Helping Parents, this organization which provides support to children and adults with special needs and their families, previously helped the woman and her family, so she wanted to return the favor. Wow. That's a great use of it. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, spokesperson for the organization said, I've never heard of anyone ever calling a nonprofit and saying, we want to donate a $15,000 party in two weeks to you. This just doesn't happen. I don't expect in my career to ever see this kind of thing again. Really cool that she decided to do that. I'm sure it means a lot to them. Oh, it really did. And there's video of the party. There were fireworks. Over 100 guests attended. Wow. They had a wow. great time on her behalf. Awesome things like that happening out there. Obviously, sad to hear about the wedding, but yeah. it, great to see that she used it for something good. Kenny, what else do you have? Two reindeer recently escaped from a Christmas-themed attraction in England. Oh. The reindeer were named Blitzen and Blue. Everyone Aww. hopes to be able to witness escaped reindeer, right? Haven't you always thought that? It was one time... I was a kid and I was in the mall and one of the reindeer was there. It was a real reindeer, like inside the mall. That would be so awesome. I don't know if they can still do that, but at least at that time they were allowed to. And even then, I was like, that would be great if that thing got loose. Just started running around. (laughs) Yes. He'd wind up in the clothes store, (laughs) take his big horns and just like rip off a clothing rack. It'd be hilarious. This caused all sorts of headaches. Uh, The highway needed to be shut down for over three hours because the deer actually wandered onto the roadways. Thankfully, they were completely unharmed. It wasn't until the next day when they were safely captured. The owners of the reindeer even brought a third reindeer along to put the two reindeer at ease. Oh, nice. And I'm pleased to report. Right, exactly. I'm very happy to report that the reindeer are perfectly fine and they've been reunited with Santa Claus at the attraction. That's smart. You need another animal to calm down the nervous animals. Yeah, because yeah, those reindeer were like, mm, I don't trust those humans. <laughs> but if they bring another reindeer, then it's like, okay, I'll trust you now. You know, there's an interesting connection there to the term uh, getting someone's goat. Do you know the origins of that? I do yeah. not. So people, farmers used to keep goats with the horses at night to put them at ease. Hmm. And people would come in and get the goat. And then it would make the horses freak out. Okay. So it, in a way, that's where that phrase oh. came from. So when someone gets your goat, they, they take the oh. goat that keeps the horse All calm. Right. I like that. Interesting, nice. fun little origin story. It's for sharing story. that, TJ. I think that's true, at least. That's, that's what I heard. That's it makes sounds. sense. I'm like, you have yeah. me believe in something that might not be true. No, it makes sense yeah. to me. Wouldn't it be the yeah. first time. Kenny, thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. 